All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. So I got to slut it up for an entire weekend very recently, and I'm so excited to talk about one of the experiences I had during said slutty weekend, which we'll do shortly. First, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com because, well, first of all, they sponsor this show, which we appreciate so much. But secondly, Cassidy is truly what we use when we want to meet sexy new people, whether it's reaching out to people for one-on-one dates or if we want to see events going on either in our area or when we're traveling. We use Cassidy for all of that, and you can too free for a month. All you have to do is go to frontporchswingers.com, our website, scroll to the bottom of the homepage and click on the Cassidy banner. When you do so, again, you'll get an entire month of free Cassidy access to check it out and make sure it's right for you. Again, that's frontporchswingers.com. Click on the Cassidy banner. We hope to see you there. So we are, I feel like we have been gone from uh, Hot Wave Palooza for like a month been a week but it's been a week so <laughs> yeah exactly a week today we got home that was an interesting experience we went to tucson for it we drove which yeah i fucking hate doing but we did it i love it i know you're so weird like that why is it. that a thing well first of all i hate to fucking fly as you know but for many 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 years what i did was travel and most of what i did was drive because i was all over the state of texas and it's just calming to me well, on the way back, I think you were in heaven because... Oh, you were out like a light. It was lovely. <laughs> I drank a mimosa and ate a gummy and I slept the entire way. <laughs> yeah. There's just something about that. Just driving, you know, looking straight ahead, really just kind of in your own thoughts, not having to deal with anything else. And it's very nice. I enjoy it very much. I miss it actually sometimes. Well, so you drove all the way there. We actually spent one night at this amazing resort. Oh, yeah. It was, was so fabulous. It kind of butted up against the mountains. Yes. So it was all this greenery had this beautiful pool and then the backdrop was nothing but like red mountains yeah you posted some pictures of it it was really fucking nice that place was that was really something i'm sorry i didn't get to enjoy more of it but uh it was a blast (laughs) (laughs) i had a few you got a little drunky pants i had a few cocktails (laughs) (laughs) it was like 8 30 and i'm like do you want to come out here and sit with me on this beautiful balcony and overlook the beautiful mountains and you're like fuck that i'm drunk i'm going i'm already in bed are you fucking kidding me it was a long day it was a long stressful day so I had I needed a couple of drinks and a couple of drinks turned into like eight or something, <laughs> which is a lot for you. Shit, two it's more is than you my drink limit. in a month. Yeah, yeah. After that, it's kind of fucking south. But it was so nice there. I was really, you know, it was interesting because you and I we like to go to different places that we've never been to before together. And I had not been to Tucson in a long fucking time, and you and I'd never been together. So it was nice to experience that, and I enjoy that. So. It was comfortable for me just to kind of, you know, we're sitting at this beautiful bar and then we went from one place to another within the resort, which is super nice. And so, yeah, I just started, (laughs) I started feeling good and that was it. All downhill from there. (laughs) So then you wake up hungover as fuck Uh, on Friday, uh, which is the start of Hot White Palooza. Yeah. And and that's what reminds me 
of why I don't do that because I felt fucking horrendous. I felt great. I only had like three drinks. So I went and walked around the whole property. I went oh, to the no. gift shop. I went and sat at the pool. You went and got me coffee, by the way. That never happens. Yeah. Yeah. That That is not a thing in our house. I had every intention of getting up and going to the gym in the morning. And <laughs> like, no, 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 no. I got, I stuck my head in the fucking shower and just stood there like a zombie for like 20 minutes. I felt fucking horrendous. Yeah. I felt oh, bad. So bad. Yeah. Not, not a good feeling. And it did take me all day friday really to kind of get my shit together well luckily we were able to check into our hotel for hot white palooza early yeah so that you could kind of chill you took a nap i sat by the pool flirting with some dudes hot white palooza was interesting so it was a really good group of people everyone was super nice super welcoming we knew a lot of them many of them from vegas and many of them had been to our events and so yeah there was a lot of uh folks that we knew there i would say it's probably half and half half people we had met half people we hadn't but everyone was just so fucking nice and happy to be there and it was a really really good vibe and the guys were all the guys i didn't even know very attractive very very sexy group of men yeah. there were not very many of them no which was the main downside to the whole thing yes there needed to be about three times the number of single men although from hosting our own hot wave parties we know that that can be a struggle like it there is. are some parties where it's one-to-one ratio and then there's some parties where i feel like i'm begging guys to show up well which it's is two ridiculous. to one a lot of times is where we end up but one to one couple per one single male is usually where we like to be this was they were short this was more like four six to one maybe probably four to one yeah Yeah. this was this was a little bit off uh, in terms of that ratio well and it was interesting for me because it created a very different dynamic right like because there were so many more couples than single men i felt like the couples were kind of in competition for the guys yeah and you saw a lot of women kind of like pulling guys in different directions and you know kind of almost like commanding them to come with them and i'm i mean listen you can be as upfront and as as uh, direct as you want to be, I'm not that person. I am not the type that is going to chase a man down. Well, it's also, I always find it interesting. And in situations like that, we do see that. We see that a lot at Hot Wife events, particularly ours too, where women are very forward, right? Now, understandably on some level, because it is their show, it's about the Hot Wife. And of course, the interaction with the single gentleman. But I always look at it, like I was in the pool at one point, and there was one of the guys that we know has been to our parties before, super fucking well put together, good looking dude. There are three women. He's sitting on the edge of the pool. Yep. There are three women in the pool, obviously vying for his attention. Okay? Hanging on his every word. Uh, literally, yeah. yeah. He could have just started speaking Mandarin Chinese and they would have just been giggling. It, it, it just didn't matter. And it's obvious what's going on, right? You, you can see it. And they were incredibly forward. And he's not that kind of guy. He resists that. He's not comfortable that way. He's a little shy. So it was a, it was clearly a little bit much for him, but they didn't know him. And at some point, he just finally kind of stood up, excused himself, and walked away. And then he went all the way around the other side of the pool, sat down by himself just to get away from it, right? Yeah. It was just too much for him. And then I see that, and I think to myself, what if that were the reverse? Yeah. What if it was an attractive single or coupled gal sitting on the edge of the pool and three horned up dudes <laughs> working her, just wearing her out? Everyone would look at it like, oh, that's gross. Yeah. We don't look at it the same way. For some reason, they, it, the, the, the gals get a pass. Yeah. Right? And no, I, the gender norms are definitely a thing. And you see it so much in a hot wife environment, much more so than you see it anywhere else. Well, and like the, you know, the one gentleman that we know that you were talking with also, this woman went right up to him and was, I mean, literally was like, hey, I know you. I've seen you online. 
I've been waiting to fuck you. Actually, no, her that. exact words were, I've been following you on Twitter for X amount of time. And ever since I first saw you, I've thought about having your cock in my mouth. Literally the only words <laughs> and the first words she said to him. And then, like I said to you later on, I was like, what if that role had been reversed? And the guy walked up to this woman and was like, hey, I've seen you online and I have been dying to lick your pussy since the minute I saw it. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah. how, would you fucking throw the guy out? Guys like, say instantly. that to me digitally. They say that stuff, yes. you know, on, yes. on a, in a DM or an email all the fucking time. But yes. in person, literally never, never happens. happens. Never. But imagine the roles being reversed yeah we'd have to remove him from the party no fucking joke like oh you gotta go you're you're a creeper no i think that's a really really good point and i've been having this conversation a lot lately with people about what is acceptable from men versus women and how we should kind of standardize it and i i agree i think the issue is that most men don't give a shit so they're not going to cause a stink they're not going to report it they're not well, going to be offended by it they don't they don't give a shit to the extent that they're not like going to make a big deal about it but the two gentlemen we're talking about right now absolutely was that was not their jam they were uncomfortable yes, yes it made them uncomfortable and i think a lot of times people women in this space you know the coupled hot wife gals particularly i don't think they understand that it's possible to make these guys uncomfortable because it's like oh well they're here because they're single men or, you know, solo playing men and they want to play with a hot wife. That that's why they're here. They get it. Yeah. Yes, they do. But they are people and they are going to react differently depending on how you approach them. It's like there is no one size fits all. There's no cookie cutter, you know, type of way to approach someone. You might be able to approach most guys that way in an environment like that and it would be okay. But in this particular case, these two guys were, they were thrown off. In fact, one of them went and hid in his room for like 30 minutes to get away because he was so overwhelmed. Yeah. That's a real thing. Yeah. I, I think the most egregious thing that I saw was I was talking to a guy and there was no, we were not talking about play or anything like that. It was just super friendly. We were kind of talking the rooms had like a courtyard in between them. There was a courtyard in the hotel and a lot of the rooms faced the courtyard. And this guy and I were kind of talking in the courtyard area. Right. Just he was asking questions. He knew that we hosted events, wanted to know where we were hosting next, that kind of thing. And this woman literally comes up mid conversation, grabs him by the arm and goes, OK, are you ready to go fuck? Yeah. And like pulls him away. And I'm like, okay, if I had been interested and we were mid talking about play, I'd punch you in the fucking face for doing that. Well, but it's also in certain environments, and this is one of them, a hot wife environment, I guess, in a lot of ways, because again, it's that the switching of the, the gender norms, right? Exactly. It's the polar opposite. Yes. It's like the men are the ones constantly being chased and the women exactly. are the chasers. And again, I really struggle in that environment because I am not the chaser. Well, I'm the chasee. But my point is in those environments... It's almost like all decorum goes out the window. You know what I mean? Like the gals in those environments under normal circumstances and normative life would never behave that way. They'd never be rude. They'd never be dismissive and disrespectful. But given the opportunity in that space, it's like, oh, well, fuck all that. Yeah. You know, and, and that's really, to me, that's a character thing. That's a character piece. I have a problem with that. Because, again, I go immediately to what if these roles were reversed? I could never imagine myself getting away with that like i would never do that but i certainly don't think a guy can get away with it no two uh you know women 
talking to each other or a couple talking to each other. Guy walks up to the woman, hey, you ready to go fuck? And boom, they just walk up. Could you imagine? No. I mean, it would never happen. In any normal event, like lifestyle event, that guy would be ejected immediately. Right. Instantly, not even a conversation. Yeah, it was a really interesting dichotomy because it was so different, not only from normative society, if you want to call it that, I fucking hate that word, but you understand what I'm saying. Not only that, but also lifestyle events in general, yes. as in more couple for couple centric events. Oh, we see it all the time. You don't see that kind of shit there either. No, women what... definitely take more of a backseat. The guys, I always hate and I always push back when people are like, women run the lifestyle. No, they fucking don't. You know how many events I've been to? You know how many people I've seen interact? It's 99 times out of 100 in a couple centric event. It is the man that is steering the ship. Right. Now, he may be saying to his wife, you know, or his lady partner or whatever go talk to that couple or i'm interested in them and then she kind of sets the groundwork but i can tell you right now guys run the lifestyle and if anyone tells you differently they're full of fucking shit well the The, this environment polar fucking opposite oh yeah in in the couple centric space people will like you to believe that it's a woman women run the show that couldn't be further from the truth in the hot wife space it's a different conversation oh yeah that's where the women run the show Oh, yes. A thousand percent. And anyone who isn't sure of that and doesn't believe it, go to a couple-centric event and then go to a hot wife event and you watch the difference, the how these planets rotate around each other differently. Yes. You know? You, the bar at this event where we were in Tucson, which was great. <laughs> and because of the, – the, the setup was awesome because the club was at one end of this room and there was a legitimate bar at the other end. It was a big restaurant that they had taken over to turn into the – the club slash bar area, and the bar was a great spot for the guys to hang out, yep. right? And I said this to you: I'm gonna I'm gonna create that at the Hot Wife events because it's a great space for dudes to just chill. Yeah, you need like a man cave area. Yeah, because yep. me and the other guys, the other husbands theoretically that were there, we weren't playing, which we'll get to, which was also amazing for me. We were just hanging out, chilling. We were watching a football game. Everybody's drinking at the bar. And every once in a while, you'd see the women kind of rotate around like, hey, I'm going to go here. And you yep. come over and go, oh, I'm going to go over here. I'm going to be here. It was funny because there was like supposed to be this giant orgy going on in the playrooms. Right. It didn't really happen. But I wanted to go see it. I was like, I'm, if there's going to be a gigantic orgy, yeah. I'm not going to participate. But I have to see what that looks like. And I go down. And that's not exactly what was happening. There was a lot of play happening. But it was also just a very kind of social space. But anyway, one of the guys then comes up to me and asks if I want to go play. So I came back up to you to find you and it's you and our other friend and like four other husbands you can tell that they're definitely the partner dudes yeah we're just sitting there and they're all just sitting there talking and i'm like that's fucking perfect yeah well it was it was great for me i mean like i said the plan and we talked about this was that this had not this weekend had nothing to do with me i was simply there for moral support so which disappointed some ladies i'm just gonna throw that out there yeah but it was really nice i gotta tell you it was like (laughs) I you got to go take naps in the oh, middle of the day. It was lovely. I was yeah. hanging out at the pool. I was either in the pool or laying by the pool. I had no stress. There was no anxiety. <laughs> I could get out of the pool and go to the room. I could go to the store and get coffee, <laughs> drive down the street. Like I had no fucking drama and because I had no issue with having to concern myself with being on. Right. I didn't have to be on. Trying I wasn't, to impress someone yeah, or, and it wasn't, or even figure out how you're going to turn someone down if you don't want to play with none them. None of it. It wasn't even a thought. Yep. Not even, not even a little bit. The only interaction I had, other than with our friends, obviously, was talking to dudes who had some interest in you 
or that you might have had some interest in. And then the rest of it was me talking to the other hot wife husbands. Bullshit. So we should maybe talk about that, too. We had kind of a not a bet going on, but I wanted you to wingman me over the weekend. And I basically pointed out to you three guys that I did not know that I did not have familiarity with. And I was like, if you can set it up with me and any of those three guys, I will give you pretty much anything you want. Well, and and here and, you know, back to what we were talking about, they're really unfortunately we needed a few more single dudes there. They were so in demand after, even ha- after having talked to them, you only really had a conversation or the time to have a conversation with one of them. Although one now you are communicating with digitally. Yeah. I so, mean, we talked to him at the bar. We had yeah. lunch right next to him. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. But it was just so difficult because of the demand on these guys. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Anyone who doesn't understand this, even – listen, I get it. Not everyone is in the hot wife space. I do, however, believe that to fully understand it or to know 100% that it's not for you, it would be worth it to attend a hot wife event if all you've ever gone to or experienced are couple-centric events because you really don't have a frame of reference as to necessarily what we're talking about in terms of the dynamic and the energy that takes place. And not only that, but when I, I don't think you'll understand this until you go to a hot wave event and we talk about this constantly, the difference between a single dude and, and a yeah. lifestyle single man. Very different. Two completely different things. And when you're in this environment, you really do see it. Yeah, you're far more likely to run into a lifestyle guy at a hot wife event than you are a regular event where a couple of single dudes are permitted. Yeah, they stumble in and they pay the high ticket price and well, they just want to get their rocks off. Like the the, one, the parties we used to attend in uh, Montana, which were fucking horrible, they would have a couple of male volunteers and they helped out so they were permitted to stay. The creepiest, most awkward fucking dudes on the planet were always those guys. Yep. So there's a very big difference between them. But when you go to a hot wife event... As opposed to a, like I said, a a couple-centric event, first of all, you're going to see very quickly that women run the show in the hot wife space, not the couple space. That's complete horse shit. And then you're going to see a very different dance that takes place, right? The other thing you're going to see very quickly, unlike a couple-centric event, is this, again, the choreography that goes on trying to make the connections, which takes you two or three days in a lot of cases to put together. You mean at a, a lifestyle-centric, yes. couple-centric event? couple-centric yeah. event. You go to one of those events, nine times out of ten, the playrooms aren't full until the last day of the event. Yeah, and then it's like just a complete it's free a frenzy. for all. Yeah. The hot wife space, the, <laughs> listen, <laughs> these women are- fucking are, before they even checked they in. They check in and it's fucking on. <laughs> it's literally on right away. There's no conversation. It's fucking on yep. and it's impossible to explain to people the difference until you have seen it yes you'll be looking at some folks at the pool and all of a sudden half the fucking group is gone right you're like what the fuck just happened oh now i know what happened they're Go to the playroom and check it out you'll see what's happening yep it's instant and it's constant yes there's a constant flow of activity going on it is non-fucking-stop yes so until you have seen that for yourself It's difficult to get an image of how different these things are. But it does kind of put me at a disadvantage because I, while I'm not the type, I'm not at this point in my life, especially when you go to an event like that, I don't need days of conversation or anything like that to be comfortable. No. But I also can't just see someone. I literally had a guy come up to me and was like, oh, I forgot how cute you were. We should fuck at some point this weekend. I was like, okay, "Uh, I'm sorry, your name again? Like. Like That's I, I'm not going to do that. Right. So it does put me at a disadvantage comparatively to some of these other ladies. And and it really is interesting how it, it becomes a little bit competitive. Oh, and yeah. I don't necessarily love that part of it. That's probably my biggest issue with hot wife events. Listen, talk about how 
okay, let's use the term competitive, these parties can get when it comes to the hot wife space. If there's no available room, in a, like in a playroom, or you don't have a room on property, there are people fucking in the gym. <laughs> this happened, people. Yeah. This is a real thing. So again, it is on at the hot wife events. There's no bullshit. Very, very different from a couple centric event where it's like, oh, well, you know, we got to make sure we have this four way connection. And are you attracted to him? Are you attracted to her? And let's talk about all of our boundaries. Let, yeah, and, let's, and let's, yeah. well, also the other thing is, well, maybe there's a couple we're more attracted to. You know, l- let's go talk to somebody else. And before you know it, it's like, oh shit, we leave t- tomorrow. We got to get this. We got to do something. Right. Hot wife events, like, oh, you're hot. You think I'm hot? Let's get it on. Boom, done. <laughs> it, done. There's no conversation about it. Yeah. See, you know? I need at least like, some buildup. I need some flirtation. I need some sexy eye glances. I yeah. need a rubbing of the arm, something. Well, and also in the hot wife space, unlike the couple centric parties, the male partners, we're there for support. Like we can help wingman you. We're trying. Yeah, you were horrible at that for the record. We're trying to get you laid. Well, listen, I talked to those guys. <laughs> what the fuck was I supposed to do? They were in high demand. I, I'm not, <laughs> take a number? Like, no, it's not, I'm not fucking doing that. You know? It's like, hey, I'm Brian. If I didn't know who it was, my partner, Brent, is super interested. Should you have the time and the interest, she'd love to have a chat with you. And boom. That, I mean, there's nothing more to it than that. Of course, before he gets to you, he's, he's got to walk through the gauntlet of 40 women before he gets to you. Yeah. They're that all are like, trying at him. literally pulling men into their room. Yeah, like that, literally. that was happening. We saw it. Yeah. In the gym. They were fucking in the gym. Yeah. And again, I'm not judging any of this, by the way. If you were there and you think we're talking about you, trust me, I am not judging. No, I'm just trying I to paint I fucking a celebrate the shit out of you. The only thing I don't like is the competitiveness. Like I said, it's literally tough. talking to a guy and somebody's trying to pull him away. Like, she's lucky that this was our friend's event because I would have made a fucking scene. Yeah. That's, well, again, it, I, like I said, at, at a hot wife event, and it happens at hours, it happens at all of them, there is a level of competition to get to these guys first in a lot of cases. Because let's not forget, some hot wife couples, just like us, will also attend couple-centric events. Because there are fewer hot wife events that are great, like the one we just attended, hot wife couples will go to couple-centric events, right? We do it too. And when you've done that and you realize, especially if you're a hot wife couple, you realize how difficult that that can be. When given the opportunity to be in your environment, you act differently because this is for you. Specifically, you know this party was thrown for you. Of course. Most of those women were like fucking soccer moms and yes. they, you know, probably run their HOAs and shit like that. Like these are such normal women. Yes. Which is what I love. I love seeing somebody who in their normative life probably has 2.5 kids that she feeds lunch to or dinner to every night. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then she gets into this environment and she's fucking naked at the pool and, oh, yeah. you know, talking about sitting on dudes' faces. Like I fucking love that. No, absolutely. I just don't like the cattiness. That's the only thing to me that felt a little like, ugh, this is kind of icky. Yeah, it can get that way for sure. It, it can get a little backbiting because that, you know, that eagerness exists because again, man, hot wife events are all about the action. I just can't relate because to me, especially if it's a friend or if it's somebody I like and I know that they want something and they're able to make it happen, I'm celebrating that for them. For sure. And even if it's a complete stranger, I would never cock block another no, woman. No. Well, And I can commiserate with those guys in particular who were really like, like, oh, shit, I, I need a break. I got to go, like, lock myself in my room for 30 <laughs> minutes. I get it, man, because I get stressed out when there's that much attention. I don't dig it. Yeah. It's, it's a, I don't like to be the center of attention. In fact, they were introducing us because there were some podcasters <laughs> there. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm, I'm under the tent. And I let you go out and, and talk to people. I don't want any of that. You know, I don't – that's not my thing. But also, I really was excited about this event for 
for me personally because I just didn't have to be the center of attention. I wasn't trying to play that. I was not. It, no one was interested in fucking with me. So I. No, got, a lot of people were interested in fucking with you. I just put the gabosh on. Yeah, it. but I wasn't the focus. Right. So I was able to just remove myself from that and let you do your thing, which was really fucking nice. Yeah, it I was fun. It. So single guy tip of the week this week does come out of Hot White Palooza, and I think you and I might have very different perspectives on this. So this should be an interesting one. Usually we do single guy tip of the week, and it's so obvious that we're 1,000% on the same page that this week will be interesting. Okay, I can't wait. I have no idea what you're going to hit me with, so let's have it. So here's what happened to Hawaii Palooza. I am not the best at letting my intentions be known. I am very good at feeling things out and kind of flirting here and there when it's the right chemistry. But to just like tell someone outright that I'm interested, really, I suck at that. It's, same. I know you do. Same. You so far, even, we agree. You suck even worse than I do at that. Oh, I'm fucking horrible. I'm the absolute worst at that. There's no, I have no, I have no retort. So. But I'm really working on it. I wanted to push myself out of my comfort zone at Hot White Palooza. That was something I was really, really striving for. And so just a little bit of backstory. There's a gentleman that I knew was going to be there. And I've met him in the past. And after I met him, he was very kind of flirtatious with me digitally and pretty much made it obvious that he found me attractive. And I found him super fucking hot okay so then i knew he was coming to this event and again we kind of flirted a little bit leading up to this and so then we get to the event and he's again in very high demand as we just talked about was totally the norm for these guys but he especially because yeah. he's been in this space for a long time he's kind of he's got some notoriety let's call it and there were lots of women pawing at him the moment that he got onto property so i was like you know what i'm not gonna go up and be in his fucking face and again i'm not gonna chase him that's not who I am. I'm not that thirsty woman. So I sent him a message via the app that we use to communicate and just told him, hey, if there's any time or interest, I would love to spend some time with you during our time here together. If that's not of interest, no hard feelings whatsoever. He reads the message but never responds. And I see him that evening and he doesn't talk to me at all about it. So I'm like, okay, I guess he's not interested. But to me, it just kind of felt like if you're not interested, just fucking have the balls to say it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you and I disagree on this. And I talked to another male friend of mine who also disagreed. And I understand that there is probably this difference between how men reject women and how women reject men. But I also feel like saying things like, oh, we don't want to hurt your feelings makes it seem as if men think that women are like these delicate flowers that need to be protected at all costs. And we have these super fragile egos and you'll just kill us if you tell us no. And so it was a little offensive to me. I would so much rather him have just reached out and been like, hey, sorry, I, I don't have time this weekend or, you know, something along those lines. Okay. Okay, so what's your thought on that? I, well, I what My tip is probably going to be different from your tip. My tip is be direct, but be kind if you're going to reject somebody. Don't leave somebody on red for an entire weekend and that be the rejection that you're putting out there. Just have the balls to say that you maybe don't want to play that weekend. Okay, but when you first mentioned this to me, it, we had already gotten home right. from, from the event. Because you waited a couple of days because you wanted to digest it, I guess. <laughs> Because I, I didn't want to, I didn't know if I was just being a spoiled fucking bitch about it. Well, but I told you almost exactly what we just talked about was the problem. And I, and I was right because he has since reached out to you. Yes. Okay. So my interpretation of this, knowing, of course, all the details, I know who he is. I know the relationship between the two of you. I know how much you communicate. I know him, obviously. 
and I know what happened at this event. I told you what happened. You sent him that text message at some point during that event because you sent it to him while we were all there. He got it. Now, there is no telling what was going on when he got that message, and I'm guilty of this as well. Someone will send me a text message while I'm in the middle of doing something else. I will, out of muscle memory, check my message and then go, okay, I'll get back to that and get back to what I'm doing and completely fucking forget to return that text message. I do it all the time to people. I'm constantly having to apologize. Yeah. Now, given what was happening at that event, I told you what happened. He was getting chased around that fucking property all weekend long. And while he probably had every intention of reaching out to you, he completely fucking forgot because he was just overwhelmed with what was happening. And that's exactly what happened. And I told you when we got home and you told me this, I said, he's going to reach back out to you digitally. You watch. He's going to read that fucking message, go, oh shit, I fucked up. I completely missed this and, and text you back, which is exactly what he did. Now, do I agree on how to turn someone down that like, like you said, be polite Right? Always. Always be polite. But you said that you struggle with turning women down. Well, I do. For the same reasons that you just outlined. Because while you say, you know, we're not these fragile flowers and, you know, all this kind of shit. Listen, this once again, there are differences in these spaces. Okay? Me turning, I have a retort, but I'm going to I'm bite my tongue. I'm quite sure you, you do. Finish. You finish. Me turning down a woman, <laughs> if I don't do it correctly is going to appear shitty. That's just the truth of it, particularly a woman like yourself. What is that supposed to mean? Well, how much trouble do you have fucking the guys that you want to fuck in this space? I mean... <laughs> how much trouble? No, I don't have a lot of trouble. Yeah. So when I say that to a woman... so shitty. But it's what true. What a douchey thing to say. But you don't have a problem. Like most women in this space, like in the hot wife space particularly, a lot of these women don't have a lot of fucking trouble getting laid. Yeah. But if I say to you, to a woman who is accustomed to having that opportunity essentially anytime she chooses, and I say no. Okay, let me back up. This past weekend, you were a, a buffer for me. I did not speak to a single woman about playing. They reached out to you. Yes. And you politely said to them, this is really about me. He's really not going to be playing this weekend. Very different coming from you. If I had said that to either of those women, it would have looked like I was completely full of shit. That's what it would have looked like. Okay. It's different. It's a it's a different thing. So again, I go back to a woman who is accustomed to getting that that kind of attention and then you know me going oh hey that's really very sweet i appreciate that but unfortunately this weekend i'm really not interested in play they're like okay fuck you dude like that i mean that's just what it is and it's no different from a guy you know no different from a guy okay in so this space hold on who does very well for himself <laughs> does very well we're for gonna himself. come to blows in this studio no right we're not because it's happened it's happened <laughs> It's absolutely happened. You have said to guys, not because you weren't interested in playing, but because there were extenuating circumstances. Hey, listen, I'm really sorry. I can't do it. And then they get indignant about it because they're accustomed to never being told no in this hot wife space because they are in demand. But the minute you say to them, hey, listen, that sounds fucking great, but unfortunately I can't do it. They get shitty about it. It just happens. Okay. So I have turned down both men and women. Same. And I've had men say everything from, I didn't want to fuck you anyway, you fat piece of shit. Yeah, you're talking about to, different guys. Uh, I, but what I'm saying is I've never had a woman turn me, or I've never had a woman get pissy with me after I turn her down. Ever. I have. 
I absolutely have. Okay, Guys I'm too. just saying, like, I just think that men think that they need to protect women's feelings and all that shit, and I just think no, that's no, such no. bullshit. You're thinking of this differently. You keep referring to these guys who say those things to you digitally. This was a face-to-face guy. This is a real guy, a three-dimensional guy, a guy that we know. That's not what we're talking about here. I get that shit digitally also. I've never gotten it face-to-face, but I know instinctively that that is going to happen People instantly go to that because what's the first thing you do when someone, you know, quote unquote, rejects you, right? Instantly you go in, you get into your own head and you're like, well, fuck that person. No, not me. I go, Most oh, I do. must be like immediately for me. I, I saw this as my real first rejection because I, I put myself out there. I made my intentions known. I was very clear about what I was interested in and I didn't get anything back. So for me, it was like, fuck, I got rejected. And I immediately went to, oh, it must be because like, you know, I'm not as pretty as some of the other of people. Of course, that it's instantly that, that whole self-deprecating thing. But that is not what happened. I told you what happened and I was right based on what he said to you. There were essentially too few a number of single men at this event for the number of couples and these guys were getting worked well i guess my tip is i think it's really important to understand that you can take advantage of whatever opportunities are available to you you do not owe anyone anything i am not entitled to shit just because i reached out and put my interests out there what i do feel like i'm entitled to in that moment is some level of empathy and to reach out and just say hey i don't know where my night's going so i can't promise anything or straight up like i already have other plans i would have appreciated that so much more than just basically ghosting me for days no and there's no reason you can't feel that way i will also take it a step further and tell these guys and i say this to guys all the time the single dudes especially don't flirt with someone if you're not genuinely interested in playing that just sets a it sets a bar so if you are flirting with someone digitally you're kind of giving them the impression that there's an interest and if there really isn't you shouldn't do that because then you put yourself in a situation where now you have to turn someone down if you walk just kind of slowly move yourself away from that flirtatious kind of interaction at least that way it lets them know, okay, we're not flirting. There's no real connection here. Yeah, most women are able to pick up on that. Like, I flirted with you Le- and you gave always. me nothing back, so clearly you're not interested, so we yeah. can just move on. I don't flirt with any... First of all, I don't do that a lot anyway, but I don't <laughs> flirt with anyone that I'm not interested in. I certainly don't do it unless you flirt with me. We have a, a friend who sent me... Uh, she knows that we're stressed out. We got all this shit going on, and she sent me some lovely images this morning. I don't ever send her pictures and she does it to me because she knows it makes me uncomfortable and she does it to fuck with me and because she's expect like she knows i'm not going to send a picture to her so she sends them to me going okay go ahead your turn let's see i'm like i'm not going to do that i'm not going to do that so she does it to fuck with me you're such a weird so she sends me these pictures and they're lovely but she does it because she knows it it fucking weirds me out and i'm like <laughs> you know I don't want to be a fucking creep and send pictures. So I don't do it. But she, you know, I'll respond to him, obviously. Uh, so, yeah, listen, you if you're going to flirt with someone, then you should have on some level some interest in at some point potentially being engaged with them or at least having that conversation. But if you're not into somebody, don't flirt with them. It doesn't make any sense, especially if it's digital and you know it's going to become three-dimensional. Like you're flirting with someone who's going to an event that you're going to and you're going to see that person. You're setting yourself up and them for failure. Yeah, I guess my tip is just be direct and kind. Yeah. Don't don't fucking leave somebody on red for days on end because then immediately you spin. Any woman, any person is going to feel a certain type of way in that situation. 
And while being rejected, period, sucks, I think that giving somebody the respect of a direct answer is really meaningful in those environments. It absolutely is. Polite but firm has always been a a staple for me when it comes to a lot of things. How do you handle certain situations? This is no different. Polite but firm. So there was one gentleman, actually a few gentlemen, but one in there particular. There were three gentlemen to be specific. <laughs> one gentleman that we are going to be talking about today that did not turn me down. And he and I had so much fucking fun together. He's become one of my favorite single men in this space. So we're going to be talking about my first experience at Hot White Palooza very shortly. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the French Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of French Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Shameless Care. They are such an amazing company and they dedicate their services specifically to the non-monogamous community, which is a big freaking deal. There are very few companies out there that do that and we appreciate them so much for it. They have a ton of different services that make finding out about your health, especially sexual health, as easy as possible. One of the ones that we wanted to highlight today is their um, erectile dysfunction medication. There are a ton of penis-having people in the lifestyle that struggle with that. It can be especially an issue when you're in completely new environments with completely new people, maybe not feeling as comfortable as you'd like to. And that's why Shameless Care has made it so easy to get erectile dysfunction medication shipped directly and discreetly to your door. All you have to do is go to their website, fill out a quick intake form, and if accepted, they're going to ship it right to you. And right now, it's more affordable than ever for listeners of our show because you can get $30 off your first month of ED medication when you use code FPS at check out at shamelesscare.com. Again, head on over to shamelesscare.com, use code FPS for $30 off any of their services, including one month of ED medication. We are getting costumes ready, you guys, because guess what? We're hosting our first ever Hot Wife Halloween party. It is happening in the Denver area on October 28th, the weekend of Halloween. Listen, Hot Wife events are almost unheard of for Halloween. It's always couple-eccentric events. So if you're a Hot Wife couple, a cuckold couple, a respectful single gentleman, or just somebody who wants to enjoy a sex-positive atmosphere, we welcome you to check out all of the details for Hot Wife Halloween in the Denver area, October 28th. You can apply for membership and get your tickets while they last at members.frontporchswingers.com. Break out your sexiest outfits, your silliest outfits, your cocktail attire, whatever you feel comfortable in for Hot Wife Halloween. So I jokingly said, half jokingly maybe, at Hot Wife Palooza that the gentleman that we're going to talk about today should be like their mayor. He should be the spokesperson for these events because... Oh, he's the mayor of the pool for sure. He gets to know everything everyone. He is one of my favorite single men. I think he is so delightful. He's so charming. And he just has such a sweet soul, too. I feel like, I mean, he's he's a bit of a player. He really gets around. Yeah, he does. <laughs> but he does it in a way that's always respectful and really shows both the husband and the wife, you know, a very high level of emotional intelligence, I would say. Oh, for sure. He's a, he's again, a solid dude who is a lifestyle guy. He's not just a single guy in the swinger space he's a lifestyle guy yeah we're gonna i don't know i'm not sure that we've ever given him a name i have played with him once before he came to las vegas we actually met him at resorts world he was staying there yeah and you and i got to have coffee with him and you know really just had this amazing banter between the three of us he and i were flirtatious but more so he was just really friendly with you and it just everything clicked and we went and had this amazing session in his room and then he came to our phoenix takeover our hot, uh, real hot wives of 
Phoenix event. Yeah. And he was just like the fucking star of the show. By the end of the weekend, everyone was in love with him. No, he's a great, just a great guy to hang around with. And he's super respectful, obviously, of everyone. Uh, yeah. So now that he's been to a few of the events, I mean, he's a friend. He's coming to Podbash. He'll be here this weekend. Yeah. You know, he's just a good fucking dude. Well, it was really interesting because you were napping one day and this was after he and I played. But yeah. this will just give you an idea of who he is. This woman comes up, kind of swims up to him. He and I are talking by the edge of the pool. And this woman swims up to him and introduces herself. And, you know, they start talking. And she's like, this guy says, should I go talk to your husband now? And she goes, oh, no, he's super chill with anything. And he's like, I'm going to go introduce myself. And he swims all the way over to the other side, gets out of the pool, shakes the husband's hand. You know, it's one of those things where it maybe was not a requirement for their relationship and their dynamic, but he still wanted to show that respect. No, for sure. He's just that kind of dude. Well, he wanted to talk to me to, to ask me if it was okay for you guys to go play before you did, I was taking a nap. Yeah. And you were like, well, don't, well there's no, you know, he knows you, It's everything's good. Yeah, but just he, come fuck me, man. Yeah, he, is, he wanted to do that. And I was, later on, I was like, man, if you would have woken me up, it would have been a fucking hard no. Just let me sleep, dude. I'm hungover. <laughs> so, yeah, you were really hungover you know, that just, day. Just let it happen. So this was the first day of Hot Wife Palooza. And again, this is a friend, so it's a very different situation. I was very comfortable approaching him. He and I were in the pool. You had just gone to go take a nap. And we're being very flirtatious with each other. It's, you know, a lot of touching on the arm. And he asked if he could kiss me on the cheek at one point, And I said, yes and then he was kind of rubbing my booty under the water at one point and it was just this fabulous build up with somebody that I was so excited to reconnect with yeah so then I come back to the room you're napping I jump in the shower super fast I put on a you know different outfit I put on some wine colored lingerie under a dress and then I brought a robe too so the plan was for us to obviously go to his room the other thing I'll say is I walk to his room he opens the door this man's room is fucking impeccable everything is folded perfectly he has all of his stuff lined up he has like water bottles and Gatorade that are in a line I mean this man fucking he knows that he needs to impress in that way. And another single guy tip for you, if you're going to a hot wife takeover or if you're going to a hotel takeover in general, if you if a woman walks in and your room's a fucking pigsty, I'll walk right back out. Yeah, I don't understand that. My, I mean, that's how my room would look if you and I didn't travel together. So just saying. What are you trying to say? You're saying I'm messy? You are so disorganized when it comes to that. But not thing. when I'm getting ready to have someone over to fuck. No, but you're just like, you'll just take your clothes off and drop them wherever the fuck you're standing. Like, <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't matter. There's something about being in a hotel room that I'm like, I don't have to pick up after myself. Yeah. This is somebody else's problem. And then I get to the end of the takeover and I'm like, oh shit. Nope, that's my responsibility. Nope, I can't find this. I can't find that. Where does it? I'm like, oh my God. If you just put the shit where it belongs, we wouldn't have this conversation. <laughs> So anyway, I go to his room. It's perfect. He's looking all sexy. He's like just coming out of the shower and he has a towel around him. And I have now changed into my robe and my lingerie. Okay. So I'm standing there. He's coming out looking all fucking sexy. He smells good. I can smell him before he even gets out of the bathroom. Like, I don't know if he had put some sort of a lotion on or what it was, but it was this very kind of manly masculine scent. It wasn't overwhelming. It was just perfect. And that turned me on. I'm very, very scent driven. So that find out what he's wearing what's that i need to find out what he's wearing for me it's usually scrubby yeah scrubby's good too but this it just smelled good and it was a turn on because it felt like he was putting in some effort for me you know what i mean again the room looked nice he had taken a shower he was smelling all good he comes over and we kind of joke for a, a minute together but 
it's very, very evident within probably two minutes that we want our hands on each other. I mean, this was, and again, he and I talk a lot too. We text most days or at least several times a week. Yeah. So leading up to this, it was all, oh, I can't wait to get my hands on you. And I was kind of like trying to play hard to get a little bit via text message. I was like, we'll see what happens. You know, maybe I'll play with you. Trying to be coy? <laughs> Who are you kidding? <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to fucking have his cock again. <laughs> Who are you trying to kid? <laughs> so anyway, he gets on the bed with me and we just start making out with each other. And it is passionate. And he did this amazing thing where he kind of like wrapped his hand around the back of my neck and was like holding me in place while he was making out with me, which felt very confident, very sexy. He's somebody that is so jovial and friendly outside of the bedroom that it's kind of this weird contrast when we're in the bedroom and he's then being like aggressive with me. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, he's like the class clown at the pool. It's a very different conversation. Yeah, but it kind of turns me on because it yeah. just he's multifaceted. I don't know which side of him I'm going to get and that's exciting for me. It feels kind of like somehow dangerous. You know what I mean? Like yeah, for sure. I'm getting to see this completely like naughty side of you. I don't know. So anyway, we're making out on the bed and pretty quickly I'm like, I really want to suck your cock. So of course he takes off the towel. His cock is already a little bit hard, which I fucking loved. He has a beautiful cock and I immediately start sucking it. I'm down on my stomach. He's kneeling and I am just going to town on this cock. I'm licking the underside of it. I'm deep throating it. I'm choking on it. I'm kind of very lightly rubbing his balls with my fingers and he's kind of giving these nice little noises he's not the most vocal man in bed but every once in a while he'll make this like Ugh, sound which i fucking love because i feel like it's completely involuntary it's just like him releasing you know what i mean yeah we're not i mean not everyone makes the noises i make i guess so well and not everyone's like deeper on that cock slut you know yeah. I mean? like, that's not who he is it's who you that are that too yeah yeah <laughs> Fair. Which I love. I like when people are more, more vocal, but I'm also understanding that that's not everyone's MO in the bedroom. And no. That's totally okay. Well, also, you know, listen, for me, it also depends on the partner, right? I mean, all those things have to be considered. Of course, yeah. This is somebody that I've only slept with one other time. So right. while he's a friend and while we talk all the time, there isn't necessarily that comfortability that would be there with a more long-term play partner. Right, exactly. So anyway, I'm sucking on his cock and then he's like, I really want to go down on you. And I'm like, yes, please. So I lie down on the bed. He gets in between my lit my legs and this was so sexy to me because zero buildup whatsoever it's like i'm on my back boom his mouth is on my pussy you know what i mean there was no like making out and like running his hands down my body and then onto my thighs and like i like that tea sometimes but also i thought it was just evident that he was really fucking excited to actually eat me out yeah he, had, he was on a mission he was eager and it was sexy to me it made me feel wanted yeah of course so anyway he's licking my pussy it feels really really nice and i'm kind of gripping onto his head and there was one moment where like it wasn't that he wasn't where i wanted him to be but i just wanted it a little harder on my clit so instead of saying anything i just kind of like grabbed grabbed his head on both sides and like pushed my pussy further up into his mouth. A little, just a slight subtle hint. Yeah, like a little bit harder. And he picked up on it fucking immediately. And I loved that. I mean, it was just perfect. And so he makes me come pretty hard eating me out. I mean, I definitely arched my back up off the bed and I'm still gripping onto his head on both sides. And it was very, very sexy. He looks up at me at one point. He's got my fucking juices all over his face. I'm dripping wet. It was just very erotic. And then also, I will say, I mean, this was like one o'clock in the afternoon. This was like an yeah. hour after we checked into the hotel. Yeah, because I went right to the bed. It was very, very 
quick into this whole thing. And I think that was sexy to me too. First of all, I knew that I was his first of the event, which kind of the spoiled brat in me felt that that was kind of sexy too. Well, you like that. And then the window was open. It's middle of the day. That afternoon sex, for some reason, feels so much naughtier than like nighttime when it's 10 o'clock at night and all the lights are out. You know what I mean? It just feels like you're doing something at a time of day that most people don't always do it at. Well, you're also in a hotel. It's very different. Yeah. So the whole thing, the atmosphere was just working for me. It was very sexy. So then, of course, I tell him I need that fucking cock. He puts a condom on. And this is so sexy, too. He's putting the condom on, but he's looking at me directly in the eyes. He's not even looking at himself putting the condom on. He's just making this fucking sexy ass eye contact with me while he puts the condom on. Loved that. So then he slides up onto the bed with me and slides inside of me, of course, gives me that fucking amazing initial stretch that I love so much. And he has the perfect cock size for me now. Like I have figured out definitely, like I've said many times on the podcast, I am Goldilocks of cocks. (laughs) Not too big, not too small, just right. This man is just fucking right. It's girthy and it's long, but it's not a bowling pin. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. So he slides into me and it feels so good. And he starts off kind of slow and I'm running my fingers up and down his back and he has amazing skin. It's so soft and it's clear that he just really, really takes care of himself. It's clear that he had like just moisturized because it was like baby soft skin. So of course I'm loving that texture on my hands. I'm just running my hands up and down his back and he's making all of these beautiful little noises. And then I'm like, okay, I'd like a little bit more of the vocalization. So I decided to start talking dirty to him his head was down by my head and I leaned over so I could whisper in his ear and I was like oh I missed that cock I forgot how good that feels when you're inside of me do you like that pussy and he was like yes it feels so good and I was like good keep fucking me so you're just baiting him basically yeah well he really picked up on it though because again like I said not the most vocal person so the fact that he was able to kind of match me in that moment was very sexy so he's fucking me on top I came so hard the first time while he was fucking me i pushed him directly out of me i squirted a little bit on the bed i mean it was fucking intense it was a very very intense orgasm and i kind of sat up and looked at him and i was like i'm sorry he's like it's all good so then we switched positions i turned over i put a pillow under my hips i angled my ass up so that he could get you know really in there with me and he's gripping onto my ass and slides into me And then this is kind of, things got a little aggressive and colorful with him. And I loved that. There was one moment I had my hair kind of in a side braid-ish and he grabbed it from the back and started yanking it while he was fucking me from the back. And I was like, oh yeah, you're naughty. Give it to me like that. And he's like, I'm giving it to you. (laughs) It was sexy. Well, it sounds pretty fucking slutty to me, but you know, whatever. Sexy, slutty, naughty. That Yeah, it's all all the same in my book. So anyway, I I guess the reason I liked it as much as I did is, again, it's not something you would expect from him. I can see guys and without ever having any sort of sexual interaction with them, I know they're going to be that type of guy if if I allow them to. You know what I mean? Then there are other guys where it's like a complete fucking shock and that surprise element makes everything more heightened. Yeah, but I also would imagine a guy like him who was, you know, again, He's a lifestyle guy. He's a seasoned guy. He's got high sexual IQ. He can probably fit into whatever role the person he's with, you know, needs. Yeah. You know, I mean, you get. I think you need to be that way, right? You've got to be able to adapt in those situations because not everybody wants their hair pulled and their ass slapped, which is unfortunate, but it does happen. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so that went on for quite a while. I mean, he, there was no like real spanking or anything like that, but definitely some dirty talk. I was moaning like crazy. I came on him again. And then I was starting to get a little sore already, which was a little concerning because it was the very first day few hours really of hot white palooza so i'm like oh this will be interesting but anyway i get back on my back because it is a little bit more comfortable of a position for me especially with somebody that's that size and he starts fucking me again and we're kind of making out with each other and i'm kissing on his neck and it was just this very kind of connected thing it felt like we were dancing while we were fucking if that makes any sense like i'm bucking my hips up against him he's fucking me it's like the motion is perfect neither one of us is fighting or grappling for control in that moment we're just kind of working with each other to have this fabulous fuck session and it felt so good and I came again and very quickly after I came he came but it was fucking explosive head tilted back like he sat up when he felt like he was gonna have an orgasm at first he's like down by me kind of making out with me kissing on me and then when he knows he's getting ready he sits all the way up straight up continues to fuck me head rolls back eyes roll back and he just lets out this grunt like this animalistic grunt as he's having this orgasm and again not somebody that's overly expressive in the bedroom so for him to do that and make the noises he was making and everything i was very turned on by that yeah i also i mean i know for sure it comes down to a level of comfort too i mean it does for me certainly and the more comfortable i am with someone the 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 more it's just kind of organic and and don't i don't uh, try to abridge anything obviously so uh, i mean it says something about the connection that you have with someone when when that's able to happen, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was very hot. So he gets up, cleans up for a second, comes back to the bed, lays with me. And that was really interesting too because while we do have a very friendly dynamic, sometimes that works against me when it comes to like anything outside of sex. You know what I mean? It's like we just go back to that friendly nature right away. So the idea of like kissing on each other after sex or laying with each other, cuddling, any of those things feels kind of awkward for me if there's too much of a friendly dynamic there. Right. And that's not what happened with him at all. Like we were cuddling with each other, kissing on each other. I was kind of kissing on his chest. I was running my fingers over his chest with that fucking amazing soft skin. And we're just continuing to kind of flirt and come down from everything. And for me, it really was the perfect start to the event because it put me at ease. First of all, getting the first one out of the way at an event like that is kind of a big deal. Because oh, yeah. it puts you, the in, tone, right? puts you in the right headspace, sets the vibe for the weekend. You know, also I think because it was with somebody that I already knew and trusted and liked and all of those things, it just made everything that came after that so much easier. Yeah, I mean, it's it, yeah, it's nice to 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 get into the the space like that where, you know, you, you know some people, you don't know everybody, you don't know all these guys, but the the first experience you have is with someone you do know and have uh, some history with. And that kind of makes it easier for you to go through the rest of the weekend with at least a level of confidence. Well, it also kind of takes the pressure off of everything else because for me, it was so good and I had so much fun. Of course, I wanted to fuck all weekend long. But I I remember getting myself put back together. I put my robe back on, you know, found my shoes. And as I'm getting ready, I'm like, if this is all that happened for the weekend, aside from fucking you, I would be okay with that. Right. Yeah, it's always good. It wouldn't be a loss. You know what I mean? Right. And well, again, important when you consider the dynamic at an event that like a hot wife event where all these dudes are in very high demand. Yes. And for the majority, the, the gals are very direct. They are not fucking around. You know, they're they're making their presence known. And for someone like yourself, who is definitely a less, you know, aggressive that way, you know, it's a, it's a big deal. I mean, listen, I'm the same way. You know me. I don't fucking do that. So... 
I, you know, I'm not going to be the one that's jumping out there and I, I don't do it. So yeah, I get it. But that's also why this was so much fun for me and why I loved that first interaction with him so much because it literally was neither of us were were the aggressor. We were just flirting and chatting and being silly and he was rubbing my booty. Neither one of us was like, so are we going to fuck or you know what I mean? Well, it just kind of it was so organic. Another pro tip when you go to these events, whether it's a couple for couple event or not. It doesn't really necessarily matter, but like this particular hot wife event, the first day of the event isn't always the the highest level of attendance because a lot of guys and, and couples didn't show up till Saturday. So that you know that first day is a great time, if nothing else, like to get to meet people, it's like that meet and greet kind of thing, right? That cocktail hour we put together before all the events, get to know some folks so there's some familiarity. So throughout the course of time, as the weekend goes on. There's someone you know, people you know, there's definitely that connection. You've already made it. So it makes it a lot easier to make that connection a little bit later on in the, you know, during the event. Yeah. Well, it was really fun. I mean, and the other thing I loved about it is like for the rest of the weekend, I knew his intentions were elsewhere. You know what I mean? So it's like we got right. our session out of the way. We can be friendly. I even wing womaned him, you know, with a couple of women. Yeah. I literally introduced him to other women that he ended up having play sessions with. So it was fun that I got to do that too. It's like I got to experience both sides of it getting to experience this very hot sexual scenario with him and then helping him to have fun for the rest of the weekend you know in whatever small way that i could yeah so it was just fun and i think he's such a wonderful person i'm so excited he's coming to pod bash this week and i'm excited to introduce him to some new friends and it really is nice to have single men like that in my life that i know are solid respectful awesome single dudes that i'm happy to introduce to my friends yeah that's a i mean it's one of the biggest parts of why we do what we do is to get people together. I mean, I don't understand this whole idea of people like doing the whole fucking cock blocking thing. And this is my person. These are my people kind of shit. We see it all the time. I, I struggle with that. Like I don't fucking get it, but big part of like pod bash, it's just a fucking party with friends. It's a big party of friends. Yeah. So, you know, I think we were having this conversation with someone who was attending 75% of the people that will be on property are friends. We know them personally. The other 25% are relatively newer people we don't know as well, but we're excited to put all these people together. Right. You know, it's a big fucking deal for a lot of people to meet folks that know that these people are our friends, but they've never met them. They hear us talking about them or we, we speak of them and that kind of thing. And, you know, being able to bring those worlds together, it's a big fucking deal, man. I'm, I'm super pumped. And for me, you know, some of my play partners are going to be there that are local, which is a big fucking deal. You know, I like introducing them to other people. It's fun. Yeah, I agree. It was wonderful. Good first experience. Thank you to him. I hope he's listening. You're fucking awesome. So just so you guys know, when we record our next episode, it will be before Pod Bash yep. because we're not going to have time to record a full episode during Pod Bash week and there's no fucking Fuck way. Fuck no. So uh, the episode that you guys are going to hear next is going to be right before Pod Bash happens. If you want real time what happened at Pod Bash, you have to become a Patreon member because they're going to get a bonus episode right after Pod Bash is over. So if you would like that, if you want to hear about some of the naughty stuff, the fun stuff, the silly stuff that happened there first, make sure you head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers for that bonus. And we offer a lot of other things too, like our telegram chat group, which is a great place to connect with and start making friends with other lifestylers from literally across the world. It's a very wonderful, supportive space to be in. Again, that's patreon.com slash front porch swingers for all of that. If you want to see me doing naughty shit with hot people, you can find it at onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers. I have a lot of videos getting ready to drop that I am so excited about. And I really think you guys are going to like it if you're there. 
If you would like to join us for an upcoming event like Hot Wife Halloween in Denver or Portland, Real Hot Wives of Portland happening December 2nd. We have Austin, Real Hot Wives of Austin happening for the first time ever on November 10th and just a bunch of stuff. So if you guys are looking for any of our upcoming events, head on over to members.frontporchswingers.com. What am I missing? Uh, I don't know if you're missing anything. We just got a lot of shit going on. We have events booked all the way through fucking March of 24 right now all over the country. I cannot fucking wait. We'll be in Denver at least two or three times, probably Portland multiple times. We'll be in Florida multiple times. We're going to be everywhere. So get over to members.frontportswingers.com. Check it all out. Hell yes. And as always, thank you guys very much for listening. Thanks, everybody.